0: Hello and welcome to Switchbacks, a travel podcast where we explore our year in the national parks, our international travel experiences, and our love for everything budget travel.
1: We're Cole and Elizabeth Donaldson, a regular Midwest couple who quit our jobs and set off on a year-long adventure to all 59 U.S. national parks in 2016. That set off our travel addiction, and since then we've visited over 50 countries. We've made travel a priority without breaking the bank. And we're here to share that with you.
0: So welcome to Season 2 of Switchbacks Podcast, focusing on international travel and parks. Our second episode of the season today is a little different than our usual trip profiles and travel topics. Uh, Before we get into those later in the season, we want to go back to the basics. We have four friends joining us who we met while traveling in Africa. We are going to do a roundtable discussion on international travel, what it means to us, why we do it, our particular travel styles, and uh, the good and bad of international travel. And combined, we've been to over 110 of the 194-ish countries in the world, and I think our separate individual counts add up to 380 countries. So, there's a lot of international travel experience around the table. You're going to love hearing their stories and perspectives. Uh, So, let's get to it. Um, So, let's just jump in with some introductions. We have, uh, besides Elizabeth and me, four people around the table here. And, uh, Mike, let's start with you. Hey, guys. How you doing?
2: Um, I'm Mike from New York, and... I'm traveling here in Africa, and I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, Mike, what areas have you traveled, would you say, and what are you doing right now? Uh, so I've traveled a lot in Asia.
2: I lived in uh, South Korea for a year, and I've traveled some in the Middle East. I lived in Israel, uh, and now I'm traveling in Africa and getting to see a lot of the great uh, areas in the southern
3: areas of Africa. Right on. What do you think, Ant? Oh, it's pretty amazing. Um, my name is Anthony from Brisbane, Australia, and I've been traveling in Africa for about six weeks, uh, currently part of um, our combined honeymoon with my partner Hannah, and we started traveling about seven months ago, and we've done a lot of hopping around the continents, with a lot of flights, and yeah, covered Europe, uh, Europe um, Middle East, uh, Africa and back to Europe and back to Africa and here we are in what Botswana today yeah,
0: yeah that's right yeah. they're way
1: cooler than us it's a little longer <laughs> a
0: little longer than our honeymoon um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and uh, so Hannah
1: Hannah you're next
4: hi I'm Hannah I'm from Adelaide Australia and uh yeah we're on our seven month honeymoon <laughs> and,
0: and you had to quit your jobs to do that yeah, right? yeah we did yeah. yeah yeah so Mike is on sabbatical right correct for six months yeah uh proper real estate management did i get that right yeah Yeah, development management same same okay yeah okay
4: you've got a job to go back to
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then somebody who is completely different who has travel as her lifestyle um, long term is carrie why don't you introduce yourself
5: Hi. Um, so I'm Carrie, and I guess overall I've been traveling about five years. Had three years away from the states where originally I'm from, Southern California. Um, I went back to the states for about eight months to see family, earn some little bit of money, and then I went uh, to South America, Colombia and Peru, and back to the states for about eight months. And then uh, last July, which is a little over a year ago now, uh, left the states again and been traveling and. Be about sixty countries at the end of this little Africa sort of trip.
0: So you hit your anniversary of like travel, international travel while we've been on this trip. In well, July. I did
5: three years of international travel, but yeah. as far as this one trip from leaving the U.S., yeah, July um, while we were on this trip was one year.
0: Yeah, wow. and then um, so I'll just give our own kind of perspective on international what we elizabeth and i have been doing i guess our first trip together um, we didn't really start internationally traveling until after our year of the 59 national parks which was 2016 so mm-hmm. it's pretty new game to us um and did a few you know one-off trips beforehand, but since then we've traveled to South America, one country, a few in well, Southeast Asia. Central America. Central America. Um, and
1: then now, Europe, this summer we spend about six weeks in Europe, and uh, we're on about day 35 of our 59-day uh, Africa adventure with all these people Woo. yeah I just yeah. realized yeah. that it's oh, 59
0: we love 59 don't we 59, 59 <laughs> oh, yeah. day of the Africa tour 59,
1: and national, 59 parks.
0: national parks see
1: it all goes back to the parks guys yeah
0: <laughs> but what I love about the this group who you know one of the th- best things about this tour first of all is in addition to all the incredible stuff we've been seeing in Africa is the Um, amazing friends we've met on the trip because there are it's been fluctuating the number of people who come on and off the tour are um, basically 20 or so to 28 and just the stories that everybody has the travel stories uh, and experiences they've had are incredible and this group in particular is so diverse mike is on sabbatical from his job proving that like you don't have to be a corporate slave all your life, and you can do these just, awesome things. Just still. Some of your life, yeah, <laughs> some of your life. So I, I hope to hopefully follow those footsteps um, when I start working soon. You know, Aunt and Hannah both have done incredible. You know, long trips. Actually, Aunt uh, Anthony, he introduced himself as Ant's um, Aunt. good.
1: <laughs> is
0: what are you're on ninety nine right now?
3: Yeah, I think I am. I think I so, recounted. The other day so yeah so finally, he'll, finally country, 100. country 100
1: country yeah. 100 is in a couple days yeah it's very exciting yeah, mm.
3: amazing should, should do it uh, over the century so yeah it's been a long way um i actually went through a few lists uh today actually just reflecting on that too so um it wasn't a plan at all until maybe what, about a year ago yeah you got it
4: maybe. in your head that you wanted to get
3: hunted. well i hadn't counted for <laughs> ages and then i was like hang on this is actually possible. So mm. if anyone will trip, you know, this year, big trip this year. But, um, uh, yeah, so it's been, um, a lot of, uh, I suppose, uh, working, saving, you yeah, all know the drill here, I suppose. And um, ha- working, have a certain saving, goal, <laughs> a, repeat. a certain, for yeah, repeat. Yeah, you want to go certain, a certain uh, festival or event for that year. So you got to work to a certain date and then, you know, mark your calendar off and, uh, aim for the goal. And then, you know, your ticket.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you base a lot of your travel around, like, certain events? Sometimes. Like uh, that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I had, I think I had a lot in the past. Like but,
1: Carnival in Rio. And yeah. Burning Man. And I know, World like, Cup, Mike, you're going to yeah. Oktoberfest in yeah. Yeah. a few weeks. Yeah. A few yeah.
0: World Cups. Yeah. You've <laughs> been to, at least, I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've
3: been pretty lucky with timing as well. Actually, randomly
4: um, on this trip, we've hit quite a few countries have had um like their new Year's celebrations haven't we
3: yeah their new years which yeah. is like you know full through Mongolia, january february mm-hmm. then we're randomly we went
4: somewhere
1: else that they had a random new year um, yeah I or just different right now, celebrations so it's been like it's 12 years in one year <laughs> yeah
3: yeah about three or four that had their new years like in february yeah this year, mm-hmm. which is around some vertically challenged villages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, um, Hannah, you also 96 is it?
4: I think it'll be 96 or 97 after this trip, yeah. Wow,
0: yeah. So, so right I'll behind I'll Just be shy this time. Yeah, yeah, you just need to go on a couple girls' trips and cut yeah. Off. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I I've ahead. hit a lot more new ones this trip. Yeah. Ants, 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 I've done um, a lot of repeats. Yeah, doubled one. them up a few times, but.
3: That's right. Yeah, like 15, but I think eight. I think I don't know. If we're gonna have <laughs> to work out what 100 <laughs> will <way. laughs> be.
0: And then Carrie, just to reemphasize, like what I love about your just lifestyle is that you. Um, this is you know you've said it full five years now.
5: Pretty much. So January, New Year's of 2013, I handed my notice in at work and I left that same January.
0: Wow, Wow. didn't waste time. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. And you especially do something called uh, HelpX a lot. Yeah. Do you want to tell a little bit about that?
5: Of course. So there's a couple different online places, Wolfing, HelpX, WorkAway. Even Couchsurfing has some now. Basically, on the different websites, people post things that they need help with in exchange for food or accommodation, depending on how many hours a day you help them and different tasks that they have available. Um so for long term travel it makes really good sense saving on accommodation, food. But one of the best parts is that you get to meet a lot of the locals and you get mm-hmm. to find, you know, different hidden gems that the city has that if you were mm-hmm. just, you know, staying in hostels or things like that. It's a different type of travel as Exactly. It? Mm-hmm. You might not get the experience of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do really like that and I try to do at least like three, four weeks. Um, at a place when I go do that. So enough time to meet people, learn a little bit about it where I'm not feeling rushed basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And, uh, is it, um, what, what are your favorite places that you've done that?
5: Um, well, I can tell you my least favorite places to do because it, it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, anywhere. I remember it's... the worst. <laughs> <days>. <laughs> Southeast Asia, um, because their culture, they work so much and just how much they make in general. Um, like when I was in Cambodia, their average thing was six days a week, about ten hours a day, Ooh. and that was n- completely normal for average like bartender average you know just working sort of in little shops sort of stuff Um, Mm -hmm. and the food on the street was two dollars three dollars a meal and you could get you know hostel room for like eight dollars so to work ten hours a day for eleven dollars wasn't really my (laughs) ideal so Mm -hmm. I didn't really do that sort of exchange in those areas but um, different countries like um, Finland or Norway or Sweden Um, especially some in Europe as well. It's really good, um, where it's more expensive for accommodations. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or in Australia where a hostel dorm bed is $40 a night. It's all
0: your
1: fault. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, lots of different styles, definitely, like we 've said before there 's no wrong way to travel to the national parks, but there 's also no wrong way to just travel in general yeah. um, so but there are also lots of different whys and that 's the I guess the first big question I wanted to just talk with you all about is your why for traveling what uh, maybe you get something out of it or you want to give something you know from it. Um, yeah, just why? Why? Mm. Because uh, not there's so much experience here. Like we feel mm. humbled with the, the the stories and experiences mm-hmm. people have. Um, obviously, but we also know that we have in common the travel bug, <laughs>
6: uh,
0: the, the <laughs> same travel yeah. bug that everybody has. So I know it's it's there. But
4: I think that's the reason why we're all infected. Epidemic. so what's the drive? I think for
2: me, it's a lot to do with enjoying the uncomfortable and getting out of your day-to-day. You know, listen, mm -hmm. I love my life in New York, and it's great, but there are days where, you know, you're doing the same thing, and then you go out and Mm -hmm. do the same thing, and it's great. But it's nice to get a break from that every so often, and it's nice to be out of your comfort zone and doing things that you don't normally do. And sometimes, I think it's a weird thing to think about, but you become more comfortable in the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I like Mm -hmm. that feeling a lot. It's a little bit of an adrenaline rush.
3: Yeah, well mm-hmm. said, well yeah. said. I feel the same as well. Um, I think coming from a developed nation like like Australia, we're quite um, lucky you know, with our standard of living as opposed to like um, what over half the world these days is still developing, I suppose. And so um, it does make you appreciate a lot more where you come from. Mm. It's very humbling. Um, it's made me um, coming back to Australia often at work someone's complaining about something. So my numbers are like, mate, what are you complaining about? Like, this is nothing. <laughs> oh, you got good here and mm-hmm. you're still worried about this stuff. So
6: mm-hmm.
3: I think, yeah, like a lot of small things you don't sweat on as much as opposed to people who haven't experienced other, um, cultures or like environments. So yeah, I'd say it's very humbling and appreciative of really, of you know, if anything. So mm. yeah, I love that. One big thing that we're all
4: missing food (laughs) I think traveling for the food is pretty important (laughs) yeah um even though I probably miss out on a lot of different things because I'm vegetarian but (laughs) also good yeah Yeah. (laughs) um yeah I don't know I just I think I've traveled more out of my life than I haven't traveled so
6: Mm -hmm.
4: like I've been traveling for that long that Mm
1: -hmm.
4: yeah it's just normal now like a lot of my friends don't travel well they do Mm -hmm. but differently
1: And then you travel because you keep traveling and keep wanting to see more places, and your list keeps going getting longer and longer. You meet more people who
4: have been somewhere else, and you're like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) I want to go there! Yeah, and your list keeps growing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's very true. Once you're in the world, it's it's a virtuous cycle. (laughs) Yeah,
4: (laughs) yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm not sure whether to thank you guys or be (laughs) mad at you. (laughs) Thanks (laughs) to my list. Yeah,
4: exactly. We thought we were covering a lot on this trip, and now we just want to
5: do more of the Middle East. So I guess for me why started a little bit differently so for me um, I had kind of always wanted to go see Australia for many years I didn't start traveling till my late 20s actually uh, I was with one ex-partner for about six years, and I tried to get him to go with me to Australia, and he just never wanted to go. Um, so after he and I split up, I decided I was going to go see Australia. Sounds like he dodged a bullet. I, right? <laughs> um, and looking at it, I realized I needed more than two weeks, which is what in the US we normally get for vacation and I calculated out I needed about four to six months to actually see Australia. (laughs) So I decided that I was just gonna quit my job, I was going to sell my car, I was going to put all my stuff in storage and I was just gonna go see Australia. And while I was in Australia what you guys hit on is basically you meet people that they say someplace and you're like that sounds kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool and because all my stuff was already packed in storage I had nothing to rush back to for the Mm -hmm. States Mm -hmm. so I ended up my four to six month trip turned into three years and just from <laughs> like people you meet in hostels mm-hmm. and things you hear mm. and just different things like that. So is that. your stuff still in storage? Yeah, actually. Wow, <laughs> really?
6: It's also a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Let's keep You might as
5: well just sell it now. Wow. It's called my dad's garage. <laughs> oh,
6: <okay. laughs>
1: Love you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and it, it's interesting because your story is more similar to ours, I think, where it kind of started with a jolt. It was, it was like kind of, we, we took a giant leap. It wasn't like we eased in much. We just quit our jobs. And from then on, it was like, we knew we wanted to build our lives around travel. And I think that's. Yeah, I think that was I think different it's
5: what you make a priority because I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends that they work and you know oh I can mm-hmm. never travel for that long but yeah. if it's yeah. a priority you yeah. can yeah. save money and everyone's like oh, yeah. I don't have any money I'm like yeah. if it was really important yeah. to you it you can, could do it, it you can, know it I like People
2: how say, you say it though how you say build your life around travel I think yeah. that's really important right mm-hmm. it's not just an adjacent thing it's mm-hmm. a part of your life yeah, it's yeah. a really important it's part it's right it's made
4: who you are like you've traveled so much and experienced and it's not just gonna stop yeah no and I do
5: think it's Experiences and people that shape you, and like things you learn and expand, or become comfortable with change, which which is what Mike hit on. Mm. Which is actually my (laughs) New Year's resolution for the year I left was to be okay with change. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't until October of that year that it like hit me like. I'm okay doing this now. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable because my life had been, you know, like the rat race. Like, Mm -hmm. you got a house and you had a partner and, you know, you went to work and, you know, you thought about kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, all those little steps that society feels that Mm -hmm. should be Mm -hmm. imposed. Mm -hmm. And just getting out of that changes a completely... Your perspective completely, yeah. and that
2: ability to be okay with change yeah. also helps when you go back to that real world. You know, mm. those are those are things that you all, people want. Yeah. You know, and you can have that along yeah. with travel. Yeah. But when you go back into the working world, and so like adjusting. you talking about too, you know, yeah. the change of the working world doesn't seem as big a deal anymore. Yeah, those small things, yeah, yeah, yeah it's you, you know, think I conquered that. this thing in this random country. <laughs> and had this crazy experience. it's <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> nothing now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind for of
1: yeah. the small stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs>
0: Yeah, those were some really good answers. I think <laughs> not not much left for me to say, but I, I resonated uh, definitely with uh, some of Mike's points. You know, getting out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and and just um, feeling that um, you know, I, even when we step into a new city, wherever it is in the states or international, anywhere, um, it's just. Everything's unknown. You've got to figure it out for yourself. You have to be completely independent in many cases and you know, either talk with some local or figure out the bus schedule. And it's just uh, something that I think both of us have really come to enjoy, that mm-hmm. uh, adventure mixed with challenge that you're creating for yourself.
4: And I think um. after some time that becomes just secondhand. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. You're just like oh, I'll just go and work this out, and I'll just find that bus station and get yeah. on that bus and hope that it's taking me in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or You know, whereas th- you, if you put one of your friends in that situation who doesn't travel like you have, it, you know, might be a bit more stressful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And apps you find along the way, like
6: yeah. Maps. Me, that save yeah. you when yeah. you don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> <You can. Yeah. laughs> that's great.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. We we should add uh, to the last. Uh, question here or the last <laughs> topic for discussion the the tips cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: but a lot it, of it, it's stuff. a good one <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah, but jumping on to the the next point i wanted to query you all about is um you know the why also, always a lot of times come from comes from the benefits we get of traveling so you know you you, you touched on some of this already but what do you think first of all are your like personal benefits it doesn't have to be too long since we some of us Mm -hmm. hit on it but um personal benefits we all get from traveling and you think are you know either unique to you or shared across an individual and then we'll talk about societal benefits which i think are Mm -hmm. another interesting way to look at it
2: well i think um in the corporate world you know, the, the image of New York City is, you know, that guy in a suit going to work, you know, went to college, got the job, maybe went and got his master's degree. And I think in a, in New York and in America, it's changing a little bit with our generation, uh, millennials, where, you know, when I first went for my first real estate job, I had lived abroad for a couple of years in Korea and Israel. And that was my experience, you know, and I had to talk about why I was qualified for that job from a position of I didn't do the normal work life for those two years. Why, what are those two years Of experience, how does that translate, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that when you talk about your travel experiences, the way we've talked about the problem solving, Hannah, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. all those little things, it actually does um, translate pretty well, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of value in that. That when you can talk about it well, it it makes sense. Yeah,
4: absolutely. And not everyone has that experience
2: either. Totally, Mm -hmm. it makes you unique. So it makes you different. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, I think for me, it's it's a lot. Like I'm naturally much more of a homebody than you are, Cole and i i think it it takes me a little bit longer to warm up to things it takes me longer to feel comfortable in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. and travel is just such a good way to practice that skill and that 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 um i bring back then to my normal life to my normal job and my home life um just the skills that you practice so it it becomes second nature when you're traveling to Ask ask people like real humans questions when you can't look something up on your phone. Like those basic like some of those basic communication skills, um, I think that just I just bring home and can. You definitely flex your
0: extroversion muscles (laughs) a lot more, and that's good. You need those in certain um, Mm -hmm. just circumstances. Mm
4: -hmm. So I think what you're growing there is confidence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You become a lot more confident. Yeah more happy to go and speak to people and mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. especially when you're traveling on your own and you know hopping around from city to city in different hostels mm-hmm. um, you have to like mm-hmm. make conversation with be. people that you've yeah. never met before or yeah. like yeah. you know otherwise yeah. you're just gonna sit mm-hmm. there on your own and yeah. not talk mm-hmm. to anyone or anything so. Yeah. Her
2: inner in Lizzie is shining out. Only
4: <laughs> 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 <Well, laughs> sometimes.
5: I would say for me patience is one of the biggest things yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. you become so much more patient. like waiting for trains or even trying to communicate with people when you don't Mm. have the same like mother tongue uh, and just getting points across or or expectations yeah expectations Mm. uh the what we learn in the u.s is proper or different things like that yeah it's not the norm, I mean, mm. well, yeah, yeah. Not the norm everywhere enormed. yeah well, we've been different saying customs. here at TIA right yeah this is Africa
2: time yeah. slightly yeah. different yeah. you just have to laugh yeah. at it I think yeah. Yeah. with a lot patients you just learn the to laugh, laugh yeah at those yeah, yeah
5: absolutely or even like bus scheduled in Southeast Asia you know it's like it shows up when it shows up you you better be on time because tell you the bus is going to
2: be this big with this many seats and it's going to be this nice and you're scrunched in there it's nothing like they advertised yeah. and it's yeah. just all part of the experience you let go
1: of a little bit of that control really. yeah. Like, yeah. like you realize that you yeah. don't always have to be in control and know what's going on at every moment because as long as you like, say it's gonna it be okay it doesn't really matter what happens right yeah,
4: yeah.
0: yeah. get there
4: eventually
0: yeah <laughs> i think one of the things um, i don't think i've heard mentioned yet for me is open-mindedness um you know, growing up in the Midwest in a smaller city, not the huge cosmopolitan New York, city. well, I guess you didn't grow up there, no, but no. you know, you, you aren't, you just aren't exposed to as much. Um, mm-hmm. But going to all these cities around the world, you just have to as we kind of talked about, be okay with different things, understand that people's timetables are different. Uh, and then uh, they don't think about things the same way. They don't have the same values. They, you know, just uh, different things are acceptable that wouldn't, you wouldn't even dream of in the Midwest. Uh, so that's something I've really valued is how it has um, really, maybe not changed our values, but made us open our minds and understand that there are a lot of different ways that people think Mm -hmm. of things Mm -hmm. and uh, you know that's that's all valid
6: or Not spell you. things or say things yeah. tomato tomato, <laughs> tomato. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually one of the more fun parts I
2: think <laughs> I yeah, right. yeah. just hearing everyone's it's accents and I
1: swear that conversation yeah. comes yeah. up with Caribbean Caribbean, Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great it's heaps of fun <laughs> it's a bunch of fun <laughs>
3: oh my god Lizzie did you say that? <laughs> <laughs>
5: So you talk about that, but have you traveled only as a couple or have you done your own traveling?
0: So I have uh, done some of my own traveling, I guess uh, that's the way, the reason I have, I have a few countries on Elizabeth, but
1: um,
0: (laughs) Uganda, Nigeria, in in Morocco and Africa, um, China and... And
1: you studied abroad in Spain, so you also visited some European countries.
0: But what were you getting at?
1: Well, it was just the points we're talking
5: about, but in the perspective of would you walk up to someone on the street if you're a couple, like, and you've done all this planning about the bus schedule and stuff that you talked about, whereas if you were by yourself, would you be more, like, yeah, more inclined to figure it out between
1: you two or to go ask someone? Yeah. I do think when... I, I agree. I think when you're with a couple, there's more bouncing off each other. Mm. Yeah. When you're by yourself, you might feel the need to bounce off someone. Like, yeah. you seek out that other person, that stranger, mm. yeah. maybe. Um, yeah. that, that might just take you longer. Yeah. Bounce off each other first right. and then go and ask for it. Yeah. Right. We definitely talk to lots of people on the street, mm. um, especially when we don't know things like bus, bus schedules. But <laughs> I
0: also think so. it's <laughs> inevitable that that second person who speaks you know your language knows exactly where you came from insulates you from mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. your surroundings i don't think there's any way it couldn't what do you think yeah. hannah and aunt uh
4: yeah, I agree. great question
3: we you guys
1: have done yeah, a, a deal yeah we yeah.
4: traveled a lot before we even met but mm-hmm. um yeah, I totally but then agree since we've done probably done mm-hmm. our biggest trips together
3: yeah um, but um I Definitely don't. Like I think off I like don't
4: that. hesitate as much to go and talk to someone and ask someone, but I think you do more. That's yeah. just the man. Yeah. The yeah. yeah I, think, <laughs> so, I think that's true. Because I'm like just cut to the chase. Let's yeah. just go yeah. Yeah. and ask. Like <laughs> I can't be bothered by like, yeah. fussing around. We don't have time She'd be, to live. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta yeah. get this internet working. Or
3: just or <laughs> Check <Yeah>. Google. <laughs> Read the picture again. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fully true. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. I think that's pretty natural. It's before. It's pretty natural having someone like you know, you know, in and out. Right there next to you, it's it's fun to like get lost together as yeah. opposed to like mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah, I think it's but,
2: pretty beautiful to watch you guys. You know, talking as a single person to watch you married couples go out and do this together. You know, it's like it, I've had a great time, a time doing it on my own. With but, each oh, other. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Well I mean, mostly it looks fun. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. to aspire to, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's but i fun. think even when traveling i think couples stay maybe at like airbnbs whereas a single traveler would stay more in hostels, hostels. oh yeah. no we mm-hmm. stay at hostels mm-hmm. do you every time
3: Uh but i think she's got a point though like maybe majority would probably stay at airbnb i think us no majority would majority uh, majority but well, okay, us yeah. two do find hostels Good, because they're social, Yeah, and yeah. they have cheap tours, usually. They're yeah, very tours. social people. You've got yeah. all the information yeah. you need there.
4: If you're going to yeah. stay at a hotel, you're yeah. not going to get anything. Yeah. But yeah.
5: that's <laughs> it sit in your room, it, and that's it. Yeah, or is yeah. that a it's
3: hostel, you've a got sterile... That? Um, experience with social the airbnbs genre. more isolated sorry yeah as opposed to like mm-hmm. a social group
5: but i think as out of my friends that are like couples traveling i think more of them do that and then they ask like yeah. well how'd you get that photo of that over there well because i had talked to you know yeah. the person that worked at the hostel that yeah. told me to walk over there rather than your airbnb yeah. where yeah. you're yeah. you know yeah. reading the tourist books of lonely planet so, um, or
2: whatever sometimes i found yeah. Yeah like in Cuba though I found you know you d- there are no hostels in Cuba no, right? no, so no, in Cuba stay there, you stay at like Airbnb's and the guy mm-hmm. who we stayed with he was actually very helpful and he gave us mm-hmm. like a ton mm-hmm. of tips yeah. Yeah. so it can be a- I, hear you, yeah, I totally yeah, hear you percentage wise how per- often yeah, does yeah, the that majority. happen <laughs> yeah. but I think there's something uh, not to take over from you here for a second but <laughs> <laughs> please a uh, question it's we haven't it's basically your podcast <laughs> 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 switchbacks I like it no I was gonna say age you know, I think that, yeah. that that's something we haven't really yeah. hit on, right? Mm-hmm. We're all in our late mm-hmm. 20s, early 30s. Me um, 30s. Yeah. <laughs> in, in early-ish. i 30s, I'm, I'm,
6: I'm
3: 30, so. But, you know, we talk about, we
2: talk about hostels, and I, I was thinking, I'm 30 now, and I did a big trip when I was 24, and it was mm. a totally different experience staying in hostels yeah. then. Yeah. And I was concerned I wouldn't like that experience again six years later at no. 30. But I actually didn't mind it at all. I really yeah. enjoyed it, like we talked about, right? It's yeah. really nice to still be in the hostels. Didn't feel like the old guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> did I know yet? the old guy? Not yet. <laughs> yes. And I actually did find fun, that there were a lot of late 20s, early 30s people traveling. More than yeah. I remember. I think it depends where you go yeah. as
4: well. Like, yeah. if you go to some of those... Like, I'm not saying they're bad, but some like if you're going to Paris or something, can mm. be staying in like the most popular hostel where you're gonna get a lot of young people. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: But, and there's I nothing like wrong to, with some young people no, can be no, no, fun but I <laughs> When
5: I was in Southeast Asia, I agree with Mike. I there's more people my age now than yeah, there were five no, I years
3: feel ago. That yeah. as well. And I, I think feel we like.
2: gravitate to each other in a way. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, yeah. I, I met a guy just this time on this trip in Indonesia and he was thirty. And we just ended up traveling together for almost four weeks. And then he came to Sri Lanka with me. And I I think we enjoyed the fact that we were the same age, same place in life. Yeah. You know, we could travel the similar ways. Yeah. When we were
4: in South America, we, we twice, we met a couple, didn't we? One from America, one from Canada. And we would spend Mm, like a couple of weeks traveling with them. Mm. Yeah. And then... You know, they, they so had plans to go somewhere else, sort of and then we met ages. another couple, and yeah. so we could to with them, which confident,
3: was really cool. mature by that mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah.
2: not to say that yeah. you know, meeting with the traveling with the younger people, you don't oh, yeah. have a great time either. But yeah. it's uh, oh. it's just great to know that you can continue to do it as you get older because we want it to be part of our yeah. lives. So. Right?
6: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What I've loved on this trip is although. We, I would say, actually, Elizabeth and I on this Overland tour are pretty much the mean age of mm-hmm. 29, 30. Mm. That's um, about average. Th- there mm-hmm. were, you know... Paul and Julie, our uh, yeah. elder statesmen of the group, <laughs> were uh, in their forties. Yeah, in their forties. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I, I guess and don't want to give it, it away. Oh, a good call. <laughs> No, good they call. were the life of the party. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there were plenty of people that we saw in other trucks that were, you know, middle uh, aged and. It's. Uh, I agree. I've seen lots of diversity in age mm-hmm. throughout Africa, which mm-hmm. has been really cool and hopefully encouraging. You know, and at the same time, we had people on our tour that just graduated yeah. uh, college, and now one is just graduating high school. So, it, I think hopefully that is a little encouragement to the audience that yeah, it, sure. it, it there are people like you wherever you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, to just wrap back around um uh, let's uh, brainstorm on quickly the the societal benefits if you see any uh of travel is it because in some respect in most respects i would say It can be a pretty selfish endeavor you know we just talked about how it enriches all of us Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not a bad thing but are there any societal benefits to you going to another country
5: I think even just like you're saying you know could be sort of selfish but like when I go back home like things I've learned like around the country I bring back to my family and they learn it and then their friends learn it so it kind of affects more my hometown mm-hmm. um, i education, yeah, education, or even like you guys hit on before getting jobs based on just things you've learned and you know problem solving <sighs> skills or just random skills you learn while you're out that maybe people that were just went to school and don't have life experience would have mm. um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I think uh. Yeah. Being in Africa this time around, that's that's a question I ask myself a lot. Because, you know, when you think about Africa, a lot of people think about going and volunteering and people in need and all of these things. And I, you know, I I had that impression before I came here. And and coming here, I've spoken to a lot of people. I I remember I met this one girl who, her job is to go and evaluate NGOs and volunteer opportunities. And she said, listen, Africa doesn't need you. It needs your money. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was really interesting to me. And then I went and I... (laughs) I did a program where, I don't want to say I volunteered, because it wasn't really a volunteer program per se, it was a it was a school in Rwanda uh, for kids of the genocide, and, and you would go, and now obviously it's just for um, orphans in general, because the kids of the genocide are now adults, but, you know, I went there, and I, I just kind of observed, is more the better word than volunteer, you know, I went and I hung out with the kids, and, and saw them in class, and, you know, I, I, I imparted some knowledge on different things in, in getting into college for those who were interested, but at the end of the day, what they really just need is is money to keep the programs mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. You know, so did my travel uh, help the community? I I don't know. I mean, I, I paid a little bit of money to to be there and observe. So so maybe some of my money went there. Maybe the small victories of me just making a connection with one of the kids helped. But overall, I think it's a it's a tough question. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think it's yeah. a great yeah. oh, it's a question. Well, keeps well, a lot today. of
4: countries alive, really. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. that's and another aspect. And a lot of aspect. towns and cities and yeah. families yeah um which is yeah it all comes down to money doesn't it mm-hmm. so and we, I, we yeah. do bring it's a money moment. and they give us back you know knowledge and culture and mm-hmm. experiences yeah they experiences experience,
0: yeah. and yeah, maybe friendships cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. it's a form of uh i think the word is wealth dispersion you know just mm. um kind of yeah, it distri- It's you know kind it's of evening the distribution a little bit of yeah. global wealth, if mm-hmm. you will, because mm-hmm. we're all from Western countries. There's yeah. and and all on, on this on our tour, mm-hmm. we have you know there's four of us right here from U.S. There's a few more. Um, there's Australia. There's lots of uh, Brits. There's. Uh, some Irish, uh, New, New Zealand. Zealanders, Canadians, uh, yeah, Canadians, mm. Germans, Dutch, Japanese, all just on mm. this one trip. But the one thing that that is also true is there's no Africans, there's yeah. no mm-hmm. you know South- Southeast uh, Asians, there's no South America, yeah. um, there's no people from the the Middle
3: East, South America. They're all strong passports to travel with as well. Just yeah, oh, that's that's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that
0: we're all bringing wealth from yeah. our home countries theoretically Mm -hmm. and distributing it as we go through um africa Mm -hmm. and i know it's um you know maybe it's not uh maybe it's a little idealistic but i hope that we are just helping you know through our tourism dollars Mm
4: -hmm. and i think we're definitely helping someone but sometimes it it, um, makes the question like, yeah. is your money going to the right place? You, so, know, what channels? you know, when we sometimes yeah. meet guides and they say, you know, don't buy, don't buy your souvenirs from this person, buy them directly from the community. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's good when you know that the money
1: is going to yeah. go straight towards something. But And like, we, we all, all paid a specific local payment yeah. when mm-hmm. we came, which was weird to carry so much cash. Yeah. Um, but they explained that it, it helps bring the money directly to the countries. Rather than filtering through the company, the yeah. like the through Absolute Africa, where yeah. yeah. um, we went to the yeah. one
2: specific safari park. I don't want to name names now, but where we saw some lions and we weren't sure if uh,
1: yeah, it, it was, was ethical. It was ethical.
2: And, or it was mm-hmm. benefiting the lions, and they they understood that and they tried to give us a good pitch on why it was. And you know we're mm. still skeptical questioning, questioning. <laughs> yeah but you know so that's something that we have to decide for ourselves yeah. as tourists yeah. right. where do we want to put our money yeah, yeah.
1: and i think that's a really good place to sort of transition and shift and talk briefly about some of the negatives that we've seen mm-hmm. around tourism and negative impacts on societies um and maybe any personal negatives that we have obviously it costs money but <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which you want to start with
1: <laughs> yeah. uh
0: I wouldn't do personal. Sure. Yeah.
1: Per- are there any... I mean, there's is. not a lot of personal negatives besides no. time and like, money. Time away from
0: I think, family and friends is really yeah, yeah. Exactly. the biggest thing. Yeah. That's, time yeah. away mm-hmm.
1: from family and
4: friends. I also think it's another one right. we talked about how it benefits getting a job, but I think it's also difficult... When, like, for Mike, you can come away from your job and go back mm-hmm. to it, but and Carrie, like, <laughs> one time yeah. I was yeah. <laughs> yeah. when you're yeah, like, in your employment. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so my <laughs> resume has, like, 15 jobs because when I was living in the UK, like, I was working different jobs all the time, like, um, stopping and starting every few months, and then I'd go traveling and come mm-hmm. back. And when I was working there, it was fine. I was working for an agency, so that's what you did. When I come back to Australia, they're like, you know, you've worked in all these different places, so I try and make it sound, and I think it is a positive that I've worked at different places, and that's given me experience. But it's not always good, you know. Like, Any employers mm-hmm. who
2: are listening yeah. right now, <laughs> I, I looking need for a, a job. job in six weeks. Yeah. <laughs>
4: but yeah, I, I yeah. think that's probably a negative. Personally, yeah. trying to find a job yeah. when yeah you've been away so mm-hmm. long.
2: I think so, it yeah. makes it hard. Um,
4: and it's stressful for
2: me for for (laughs) single people personally who (laughs) who know that this is something they want to do and maybe you Mm -hmm. put off uh relationships Uh because you yeah yeah, for me I I enjoyed the solo travel and I knew I wanted to Mm -hmm. do this by myself so I I didn't want to necessarily be in a relationship even if that person was willing to come with me um but eventually you know like you guys would like to to do that and have someone who's willing to do long trips together you know Mm -hmm. so yeah. something that you sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
3: yeah, it can be a very fine line, don't it? Yeah. That's but okay. you meet, you know, nice people mm. along the way too. So. <laughs> yeah. It's all good.
4: <laughs> but um, in regards to negative to the communities, mm-hmm. I think we definitely saw that on this trip in Ethiopia. Uh, we went down mm. on a six-day trip through the Omo Valley and visited yeah. a few tribes and... You see all these amazing photos that come out of those tribes, but they are all so staged. Yeah. Like, oh, it's I'm incredible. so much staging, oh. and it they was, just demand and
3: money on the spot for photographs. Yeah, they're per- like per- literally
4: holding onto your arms begging you, saying, photo, photo, photo. Yeah, because they know that, that the if the you take a experience. photo of them, they get paid money. Oh, wow. yeah, mm-hmm. And it was That's just, crazy. I walked away yeah. from
1: a lot of those villages, and I was just like, this is awful. Like, I yeah. don't even want to come mm-hmm. here. This That's is just the whole. And we've seen that terrible. slightly, not a, not a larger of a scale, but, um, with the, the Maasai tribes mm-hmm. just yeah. a little bit, I know in Kenya and in yeah. Kenya, my, my dad was explaining 25 years ago when he visited Kenya and they would see the Maasai villages and see the Maasai people. Mm-hmm. Um, they would hide their faces and, and like turn the other way. They, the, um, you weren't allowed to take pictures of them at all. Um, mm-hmm. and now it's, it's. Like, when we we're, were traveling through Kenya, it was more of a, um, it, it, I don't know, it didn't seem quite as authentic of an experience of yeah. seeing these tribes. The bus um, stopped
0: at the village and they started the show. You know, yeah. For but, all yeah. the tourists who paid $10.00 for an hour of touring the village and seeing the song and dance and mm-hmm. I, I you know enjoyed it you i thought a great it, dancing call for thank you yeah they might have put a few of the tourists on the spot uh, to, to try to dance with them um but yeah, it definitely oh, yeah. And and you exit out the gift and you, shop, and you, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you exit out
5: the gift shop. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
5: for me, I wasn't on that portion of this trip where you guys went to those areas. But when I was in Peru, it's the same thing as Hannah said. There's women dressed in traditional clothing yeah. holding goats yeah. and, and, they walk, and, and, babies, and, and they walk up and babies and they walk up to you and they they demand money for photographs. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes me angry. <laughs> it's picture,
4: like in one way, I think if we don't, if people don't pay them, then They don't have any income. But at the same time, if you do pay them, they're going to keep doing it. But would they get a different
5: job if they weren't going to get paid to do that? Well, they'd have to. Right.
0: So are you frustrated with the... People or with the kind of culture the that culture is developed, that or has developed. with yourselves. That's
3: everything. Or I, I yeah, think just
0: it's everything. the that
4: tourism has like, developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and actually, it doesn't always just impact the people, but it impacts the environment. Like yeah, we went to the Philippines, and we mm. um, we were really excited to go snorkeling with the whale sharks, and <clears throat> we probably should have done more research before, but we just went, and we didn't realize that mm. it was c- quite a sectioned off piece of water and they were you know yeah. throwing out all this food and there were so many people yeah, in the water busy. and i said this isn't natural this yeah. isn't normal it's like okay, these animals should be belt, deep deep in the water constant and boat
3: going out back in out back in yeah, with, yeah just
4: throwing this food out to these whale sharks and that's the reason they're there otherwise yeah. they wouldn't mm-hmm. be there at all yeah and i think it's i don't know which i like i dislike more but <laughs> i i get really annoyed with the environmental stuff but mainly animals yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's hit on the environment a little bit because I think especially recently there's been I've seen at least a few articles really highlighting the negative environmental impacts of all this travel that is mm. becoming more and more popular. More people are flying to more far-off destinations uh and I can't uh, I can I'll be the first to admit that you know like we have flown probably well more than the average american (laughs) over the last you know three years so Mm -hmm. what what are people's thoughts on that one and um yeah what do you think i think it's a fine line
2: right it's yeah we create this dependency for certain countries on tourism Mm -hmm. um but if they weren't, you know, if they weren't doing it, what would they be doing? We, mm. we keep yeah. talking about that. We don't know. Exactly. Right? And, and we still want tourism. It's so answer. it's like, mm-hmm. how do you, you kind of caught between a yeah. rock and a hard place. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: It's very true. It could yeah,
3: be
0: yeah. the alternative industry for a lot of, um, countries it is mm-hmm. not positive things like they don't have the Mm. say manufacturing yeah Yeah. yeah. they they might resources yeah look at zimbabwe
4: now like it seems to me that their major income is tourism because they don't have any export anymore because of what happened politically Mm. yeah in the previous years so Mm -hmm.
0: and we're in botswana right now their biggest industries um number one, diamonds. tourism, why we're all here, and then diamonds. Diamonds. diamonds, you know, so is it better to have more people like going into questionable diamond operations <laughs> or employed yeah. by um, yeah exactly you know and, and just taking from the earth or employed by tourism it's all it's a, a very tough. tough question and, yeah. and tough solution
3: mm-hmm. so I don't think there's any easy way to uh, negate the situations anytime soon. It's a, I'd say it's more a battle of your own conscience and where you draw the line. Mm-hmm. But As then eco
4: tourism to... is becoming quite a thing now too, and.
3: Yeah, but again, that's probably more expensive <laughs> than generally. But it's, but it's quite, it's out quite out easy first. to, uh,
4: it's quite easy to put eco in the front of your yeah hotel yeah. name, isn't it? Eco yeah. lodge. Exactly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and what's eco about it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just
4: like the
6: name. It's <laughs> funny, it's
2: funny you say we have a there's like a system like that in New York. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, lead this, lead that, where they try to make buildings
6: mm-hmm.
2: more environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. And so you get the sticker, you get the stamp and yeah. all of a sudden. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're, the majority of it is great, but some mm-hmm. of it is really just getting around and making it look like a shiny new object. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's tough. And yeah. Yeah. same mm-hmm. thing with tourism, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Yeah. What's legit? What's just f- yeah. for the tourists to make them feel better? Exactly. About they're what they're
4: doing. I think the yeah. more you travel, the more you become aware of that. In a way, you're like yeah. hold on a second. This you can read between the lines, right. yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. It yeah. pretty cool a little bit, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. So, any mm-hmm. other thoughts? Positive uh, benefits or negative uh, impacts? Uh, and
4: actually, one particular country, Iceland. Um, we both had mm. travelled there previously, and then we went there again this year, and we saw huge changes. Mm. And we speaking with local people as well. Some Mm. of them, of course, are happy because they're getting a lot of money from tourism. But then others are not happy because their natural environment there is so beautiful. It's just being, like, walked Mm. all over, like, literally. Mm. So busy. Um, It's just so much, so many tourists there. unprecedented interest there. there? Yeah, Yeah, and it's it's all year round. Like, they don't have a tourist season. People go there in the winter. They go Mm -hmm. there in the summer. Mm. They go there in the shoulder seasons as well. And... Mm. Yeah, there's a lot more restrictions now, but then people break restrictions as well. And I remember nice. we were looking at one waterfall once, and um, there was this group of people who jumped over the fence to take a better photo. And a local man started yelling at them because he's like, these fences are here for a reason. And I thought okay. that was really good that he did that, <coughs> and he felt that he could. be rare. But... It would yeah barely ever happen because you could yeah. see the ground was completely yeah. trodden on the other yeah. side of yeah. this fence. Like people did it all the time. Yeah. So that I think is a huge negative as well. Like their whole country is being over tourist, touristized. Is that a word? <laughs> Touristed. Over tourist. Over tourist. And and they yeah. I <laughs> yeah. think I think there's talk of like restricting the number of people that visit there per year. Wasn't mm-hmm. there like?
3: Oh, I'm not too sure. Oh, so many more figures. airlines are going oh, there, but I'm pretty
4: but. sure that they said that they. Were, like there is talk with the local people well that's interesting
2: you bring that up because Mm. I think we talked about this country before Bhutan right Mm
6: -hmm. to get into
2: Bhutan Mm. it costs about $200 a day and you can only be there for I think like five or seven days something like that Because they want to restrict the number of tourists and make it a special thing to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure they protect their environment yeah. and their people and whatever goes on there. I mean, yeah. it's a difficult question. Does that happen all over yeah. the world? I mean, um, I don't know yeah. if that's the answer, but yeah. I don't know if it's not either. Yeah. And that's a very yeah. frequent,
1: frequently uh, discussed topic in the national mm-hmm. parks, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zion, I know Zion and Arches National Parks are both considering having a, requiring a reservation to get into the park at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. advance notice so mm-hmm. you can't just uh, on a whim one weekend uh, roll up to the park that's mm-hmm. like um, the wave right it restricts
5: uh, how many people yes so yeah, there are, yeah, the yeah, there are certain that, areas yeah. of the
1: parks that already have that and already require permits mm-hmm. um, but Arches and Zion I know are specifically considering it and there, it's they've... that question of do you want open access for anyone to enjoy and, mm-hmm. and uh, not restrict it or do you want to mm-hmm to uh, protect those natural resources that are fragile Mm -hmm. and being stomped all over like Mm -hmm. you said Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very
2: yeah i I think it's an even larger question right i mean i think Mm -hmm. it's we only have one world you know this is it goes up to politics and all of those things above our pay grade you know like we're I, i think an open world is the answer you know mm-hmm. and it's and we have to try and do it as responsibly as we can or
5: as respectfully as
2: respectfully for mm-hmm. sure I, I don't like the idea of limiting so much because I think we should all have the opportunity mm-hmm. if, uh, hopefully mm-hmm. those who can afford it and hopefully right. more and more can um, but I think you know our world has larger issues in terms of environmental stuff anyway that you know isn't going to be helped necessarily by restriction of tourists I think that's a larger problem yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah I think that that's just that's got to be worked out separately, yep. you know, and, and hopefully we can participate in that in another way, mm-hmm. whatever, calling your congressman or whatever you guys do in Australia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fake kangaroos.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> go, go ahead, Cole. Uh, no, we should wrap it up because we have been chatting for a while. Um, And we're really glad you guys could sit down and have this conversation because it's not very often that we get to talk to a bunch of travelers that are like us but also very different from us. Um, So to end things, if you have any final thoughts or just um, maybe one like oh tips or or like one let's do do, uh, tips yeah one tip one
0: tip first and then we'll end on one like magic tr- travel magic moment um <laughs> yeah. the, it's or just favorite a favorite memory, memory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah something yeah. like that so
1: so does anyone have any tips they want to throw out first oh, like oh. carrie mentioned woofing right Yeah. or maps maps Mapsme.com. maps.me <coughs> dot maps dot me. Yeah,
5: yeah,
1: to cool. download offline yeah. maps that's a good yeah, one yeah
2: or if you're in like a cheap asian country just get a sim card for like 10 bucks yeah mike you should mention your water trick yeah. <laughs> Sitting in front of me is uh, a water bottle uh, Camelback I'll Sponsored plug them by for a minute <laughs> Camelback all clear it is. You know, specific. and uh, it has UV a light. special top that you can put on separate of the normal top uh, and you can put in any type of water in countries that you might not be sure is clean which is a lot of the ones we're traveling <laughs> through and you just put it on you press the button, it turns on the UV light and uh, you shake it for a minute and then the water is magically clean. Mm. So nice. he
4: tells us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: find out if we'll so, yeah. let me, I'll tell you guys in a couple months if I'm still sick. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good,
1: though. It's yeah. yeah. um, a good one.
0: saved you hundreds of dollars and hundreds of plastic say, pl- bottles. I would say $800. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but plastic bottles, yes, plastic which is my participation to the environment. There you go. That's, yeah. That's
6: good.
0: One of the uh, fun little, maybe not a tip, but tricks we've had done this tour is downloaded a sky app, like a night sky app. <laughs> There's all types yeah. of different ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we got, on, one we got one called, called Sky Guide. And it's just so fun, uh, especially, especially on this overland tour. Yeah, yeah, because we're yeah. camping all the time <laughs> at no different campsites.
6: Potion. Yeah. at the sky. And
0: the African skies are just so amazing. Yeah. 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 All types of uh, countries, y- you can get into these less developed areas and look up at the sky and actually know what you're looking at. So that's mm-hmm. that's a fun one that we've been just, you know, you don't have too much to do when the lights go down when you're <laughs> camping except uh, look at the sky.
5: Or so. watch a lunar eclipse if you're lucky. Yeah, you know? yes. yeah that was pretty cool. Did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cole caught some
2: great pictures of that lunar eclipse, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> really Yeah.
4: I think my app tip would be uh happy cow, which is a vegetarian app vegetarian uh, vegan app, yeah, that likes saved me in a lot of places, mm. although we haven't yeah. had to use it much in Africa because mm. we've been eating from the truck, but
0: gives you restaurants,
4: yeah, like you okay. just find you where you are and it just shows you everything that's close by that's vegan vegetarian health food shop, yeah, and nice. it's usually got lots of um reviews, so you know yeah what's good and what's not
3: I would probably on the spot um. One called Photo Pills. It's a good app for um, planning your photos um, around the moon schedules and um, uh, yeah, like sunrise, sunset times, and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, you can type in where you are Fold and an it hour. pinpoints GPS. And yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, yeah, golden Now stuff like that. So, nice. If you want to plan your photos, that's my tip. You can tell Excellent. we're
0: millennials because almost all of our tips were different apps and yeah. websites. <laughs>
2: Carrie
4: um, started I thought I, I should yes. well, continue <laughs> on with <to> the theme.
2: <laughs> so I think one of the most important things oh, yes. every traveler should bring <laughs> is a deck of cards, yes. no matter where you're going in the world. Yeah.
5: I actually had it's a true. deck of cards in my bag since I left in 2013. Same had, deck?
2: The same deck?
5: No, three years, same deck, but this whole wow. past year I've had the same deck the same. of cards oh, man. in my bag. Dang. Yeah. It is, it's Lucky. great. That and deck. then you can teach people to play yeah. enough all yeah. around the world. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that deck has seen the world. It has. Yeah. Actually, Gross. I have
5: Timberland boots that I left with in 2013 that have <coughs> seen more countries than most people. You Very
6: comfortable. I
5: do. That's what I went hiking in oh, though, wow. when we did the Rhino Trek.
6: Oh, wow. Ah. Yeah.
5: Just some new insoles. The whole yeah. the whole sole and everything's still stuck together. Wow. <laughs> <plucked>? <laughs> yeah, good bring pair good pair shoes. Good yeah, good shoes. <laughs> definitely. Yeah.
0: So, all right, last thing to end on, some magic moment, um, best memory, you could do a coincidence, um, yeah, let's uh, let's hear some of that.
4: Well, I think, well, I'm hoping that Ant and I share the same magic moment. Pressure's on Ant. <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> When he proposed in um, uh, Begana, Myanmar. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. On my 30th history. birthday. Oh. <laughs> haven't you? I don't think I have. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll save that one for later. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear the whole story, but that was probably yeah. a magic moment. And uh, Coincidence. Oh, coincidence. I think um, oh, there's always those random moments when you meet someone that knows someone you know. But yeah. mm-hmm. I think recently we were in uh, Transnistria, which is a breakaway state of Moldova. And it was just after Eurovision, which you guys probably don't know much about Eurovision. Oh, but um, yeah. we <laughs> we were in this tiny village, and they had like their daily or not daily their um, yearly. yearly annual festival of like, like a town celebrating here. the village carnival. Yeah. And uh, we're taking a photo of the largest Lenin statue head. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the world. In the world. Just the head. I'm just the others. head. I must see, right, guys? Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Had bullet holes in it and everything. Oh man, yeah, it was pretty Jeez. cool. Anyway, so we're taking these photos and this car rocks up and people get out and they're like dressed in suits and stuff. And we're like, they're pretty dressed up for like this village fair. Anyway, it turns out that it was two guys and a girl and they were the Moldovan um, Eurovision yeah. band. And yeah. they were coming to perform in this town because they're actually from nearby and uh, we were just kind of, mm. um, I was mainly starstruck because we had been speaking about them. them at dinner the night before because they came from the town we were in mm. and we were like watching their performance on YouTube and then randomly, <laughs> yeah, like, it was pretty weird. so randomly the next day we ran into them, took photos with them, got chatting, turns out the girl had can't, mm. like lived in Adelaide for seven years and had a kid there and yeah. I was just like blown out of my mind. I could have <laughs> I was like, it was pretty <laughs> weird. so weird. Yeah. But I would say that that I
5: that's the one I can think of most recently. Yeah. All right. Uh, so for me my the magical moment I had um for my 30th birthday, I actually walked across Ireland for 8 days with the Irish Ramblers. Um yeah. and during part of the walk on the Grand Canal it looked literally like a unicorn could just walk right out of this glowing, <laughs> like the sun was coming down at an angle through all this wow. like green forest. It just looked like when I think of Magic. fairies <laughs> and unicorns, wow. it was just like this spot right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my biggest coincidence was actually, I was in Australia and I met a Swedish girl um, in the outback. <laughs> um, and we, I was under 30, so I had a one-year working travel visa. And we decided that later in the year we were going to meet up again in, I think it was September, and fly to Bali and spend like a month there. Um, It was nowhere on my plan at the time, but I said, hey, let's go, why not? We'll make it a yes trip. And uh, her and I went there and we ended up in Ubud during the mass cremation ceremony that they only have every like three to five years, which is where the village um, basically creates these paper mache bowls Um, And they put their deceased people in and cremate them during the ceremony um, if they're not already cremated. Um, And it's a big festival that they have there. Um, And then that December, I went home uh, for Christmas to visit my family. I was cleaning out some paperwork and old boxes. And for my English final in high school, we had to write 50 long term goals and 50 short term goals. And listed on that piece of paper was to see a mass cremation ceremony in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah.
6: Oh, Creepily I didn't even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: didn't even remember writing that I, I didn't even know what wow. that
5: was
1: yeah. <laughs> um, And yeah was, nice. it was So, checked it yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, so to do subconscious
0: in was checking off
5: the goals Yeah, exactly, you know yeah. I could check off a few at that time But I it was just really people. weird <laughs> <laughs> It was cool. really weird to find that and see that on there Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crazy Wow cool. Mike, oh, no. uh,
6: Come on, tell P- us your magic PG stories, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Magic <Please>. Mike.
2: Uh, <laughs> now I was just thinking of one. One of my uh, one of my best friends since high school. Him and I, we went to Peru together uh, like six years ago. It was just an easy one. We were just hiking the Salcante Trail to Machu Picchu, and we're with a great group. And I remember we were all sitting under the stars, not a great, you know, um, sunset, and then the great stars mm-hmm. out there, and everyone was talking about like uh, shooting stars and all this stuff, and and I kind of like looked at each other like oh man I've never seen a shooting star and he's like yeah me neither you know and I swear to god like 30 seconds after we both said that we both saw a shooting star <laughs> and then we jumped into each other's arms
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we were so it was like the most genuine like excitement like giddy excitement it's really funny I forget that moment. that's awesome yeah uh, uh, and um what's the other coincidence um,
1: coincidence. Oh, you, you don't have to do
5: both. Yeah, you so. can pick one or the oh, yeah. other yeah.
2: if you want. One I was, uh, just a coincidence, I think I mentioned this to someone the other day, just um, uh, sandboarding in Huacachina. In I was I was up there in Huacachina, in Peru, and I, I'm like at the top of the, the sandboard, and we're just talking to some of the people who were also doing it, and this one girl just happened to be from my high school. In my town, we in high school, she was a few years younger than me, so we didn't know each other, but yeah. in all the places in the world, you have yeah. someone from your high school. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's weird. I think yeah. traveling
1: makes the, the world seem so much smaller, you yeah. Really yeah. yeah, it, it does. really does. There's so many connections <laughs> yeah. beyond wow. what you usually understand. Yeah. <laughs> that's
6: awesome.
1: You got a magical moment What did you shoot the same
3: time? It better be begun. Probably be <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to get Rosa for this, but... Um, <laughs> When, when I was uh, turning 30, just a few years ago, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I wanted to go somewhere different. So um, I wanted to go to North Korea and go see the Mass Games, which is a big giant stadium. Um, it's like a two hour extravaganza of like this. I don't know how to describe this. It. Gymnastics, dancing. It's just a massive whole football field, full length of like waves. It was insane. But it, it was really cool. And I remember standing there thinking, "This is so bizarre." Actually, being here, like, you know, of all places to choose for your thirtieth—it's not your usual. I don't know. Go to I'd say it's not your usual. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, uh, uh, part for coincidence, um, I'd say years ago when I first moved to uh, London, um, I met a guy on a job in in Australia before that, and he'd been over there years previously, and he told me that I could borrow his tool bag over there when I first set up shop over there. And one day I had this tool bag on this building site and a, an Australian guy walked past me and he said, hey, is that your tool bag? And I was like, oh, it's actually my friends from Melbourne. And he's like, that's my cousin. And I was like, what? Oh, Brenton? And he goes, yeah, Brenton Mariah's my cousin. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then we got chatting and this guy's name was Nick from Sydney. And uh, to this day, he's now one of my best mates. So, yeah. No yeah, yeah, been in touch like, yeah, ever really since that. That's one, crazy. The one random moment. So yeah, pretty weird. Too. You hadn't gotten that tool bag. You might not. Like, yeah, yeah, your I'm best friend. Yeah, very I'm weird. glad you difficult.
1: didn't make that your magical moment. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty magical. <laughs> <me>? <laughs> not as magical as a proposal. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's your magical? Yeah, moment? you guys. What so interest. we have one that we always say from the, from the, <laughs> the national parks. I don't um, know. Maybe you have a different one. Do you have any from Africa?
0: Well... Yeah, I was thinking one from this trip, maybe.
1: Okay, I'll tell the D- the Denali one, then. Okay. Okay, so our magical moment <laughs> happened in our last national park, number 59, and the forecast for Denali was terrible. It was going to be rainy the whole week we were there. There's It's typically really pretty, um, pretty bad weather in July, um, and only about 30% of visitors... Get to see the mountain at all because oh, wow. it's so cloudy and so socked in, um, and of course Denali, Mount McKinley, tallest peak in North America. Um, so we were pretty much set on not seeing it at all. Yeah, very low probability of seeing it. Um, so we were camping all the way at the back of the at the the furthest back you could get into the park at Wonder Lake Campground, and which was it's a it's a better chance of seeing it, but we still. First day dro- driving out there, camping, super cloudy. Second day we wake up, we think we see a, a sliver <laughs> of the mountain, and we're like, Check, hey. we got it, we saw. it. <laughs> we're part of that thirty percent, um, but we still didn't feel like we saw like a good solid view. So the third morning we were waking up, we were gonna we were gonna pack up our tent and leave that day that morning, and um, it's about four a.m. and Cole has to go to the bathroom. Because, and it's, mm-hmm. it's light because it's Alaska mm-hmm. in, in the summer. Oh, and yeah. so he unzips the tent and we, we didn't know where we set up our tent. First of all, because we could, hadn't seen the mountain at all. Yeah. So we didn't know it, the it's orientation strange, at all. Best, so yeah. Cole unzips the tent and just like filling the view is the mountain with no clouds. Really? Like really? Denali wow. just right there. Wow. Yeah. No clouds. Actually. Just, it, it wasn't, it was supposed to be cloudy the whole time. Um, oh. and and i like
0: immediately yelled to wake her up (laughs) (laughs) we were
1: like let's get some pots and pans and like wake up the rest of the 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 campground because it's beautiful and it might be going away soon so we like ran around for the next hour Taking pictures with, uh, <laughs> a lot of people had woken up by that yeah. point oh, too. Wow. Um, and Thank goodness for your bladder. <laughs> I know. Oh, wow. But by wow.
0: 10 o'clock, it was all cloudy again. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And so
1: by staying in the crazy. back, of course, we had a better shot of seeing it. But mm-hmm. just like, I just remember unzipping and it was like full view, way mm-hmm. closer than like we thought we were. Yeah, right mm-hmm. there. And we had no idea we were, where we had set up our tent even. That's um,
3: awesome. But that's we just like special. chased it
1: around for a for an hour and then and left, but we were like, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, just <there's something> <laughs> on that was just high. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we, cool. we had we had we had pretty much gotten our hopes. I mean, our set our expectations yeah. very low. It's amazing
2: that. it disappeared too. Like, yeah. not just stay like that. Yeah. It, it was yeah. gone. Just yeah. said hi
1: to us and then yeah. left.
0: Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah. cool. Yeah, do you have d- a
1: different? Do you have a different moment, Cole?
0: Well, there are so many from this trip with all the sunsets with all the animals we've seen Um, but one outside of Africa actually our first country that we were in 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 Europe before starting the tour was um, Germany and I just will always remember when we were with your relatives, Elizabeth's relatives, mm-hmm. that whole time, and they took us out, You know, our, had a big dinner one night out at one, one of their favorite restaurants that Elizabeth's grandparents always went to when they went back uh, to Frankfurt, which was the city that they all grew up in, and um, it was... Frankfurt in general is famous for its apple wine. It, mm-hmm. That's a big thing there. I always thought German. I thought beer. Yeah. <laughs> not not around here, or not around Elizabeth's <laughs> older grandparents Turkey, or uh, relatives at least. Um, it was all apple wine. And uh-huh. went to this restaurant. Had uh, this gigantic ceramic pitcher of apple wine that, you know, f- fed or, I guess. Satisfied the thirst of all six of us at once. And um, I don't know, it's just uh, the people being around the family there, um, you know, kind of struggling through the um, language barrier and just hearing all of the commotion around us, the whole environment of um, just a lively Friday night of people... Uh, enjoying you know mm. like a a regular night on the town mm-hmm. with some of their f- mm. best friends yeah. um you could just feel the the Friendly warmth yeah. mm. and everything of of the from everything from the server um to the you know noise and to the apple wine
1: yeah (laughs) and i felt really connected to my grandparents there too and and my grandpa who grew up in frankfurt and has had passed away about five years ago just knowing that he would come back to that exact same restaurant Mm -hmm. whenever he went back to frankfurt and just like sitting Mm -hmm. there feeling like feeling more connected to my past and heritage Mm -hmm. that's 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 really cool
2: Gotta
1: yeah. get some of this apple wine. <laughs> yes. yeah. it's, it's pretty yeah. good. It's, it's too. pretty good. I wanna try. Is it better yeah. than Savannah? It's like Savannah. Yeah. Savannah's like, we for salt. too, don't Yeah. Anyway. Speaking go for it, Savannah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. speaking of Savannah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we uh, all need a refill. Yeah. Um, but seriously, thank you. Everybody, for yeah. jumping in here, it was really cool to hear more no, of your problem. stories. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you.
4: Um, yeah, it, we it, can it, sit pleasure. and talk all night, really. Yeah. Uh, we probably
0: will. <laughs>
6: um,
0: but for now, I'm gonna hit uh, can we stop do the here. Theme song now? Is that what
1: we do? Do-do-do-do.
0: Switch back. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm cutting this off. <laughs> all right. I hope you all enjoyed listening to our conversation as much as we enjoyed having it. Uh, One of the best parts of travel is definitely how you can bond over it with others and the friendships uh, you can form during it. So those were definitely for Friends for Life. Uh, Our next episode is going to be a little different as well. Instead of the first Monday in December, we are going to be putting together a bonus episode for the Monday before Thanksgiving that is completely user-generated. And it's going to be a smorgasbord of topics. Uh, so we've gotten some fantastic comments and stories over the summer while we were gone. And we're going to share all those. But we also need more from you all. So go to switchbackkids.com slash podcast and leave us a voicemail or email us at switchbackkids@gmail.com at of whatever you want, but stories of your own international travel and the why and the how behind it are especially welcome. Until then, thanks for checking us out today. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to share us with a friend. Give us a rating on iTunes. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Switchback Kids, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and you can always get more national parks and international travel videos, posts, guides, and more on our blog at SwitchbackKids.com. Switchbacks out.